can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome to another bonus episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored. I am your host, Sadaf Razi. I'm a former fashion editor and stylist turned digital beauty and lifestyle writer. And once a month, you'll be hearing my voice to give Hannah and Joe's vocal cords a rest. Each month, I'll be interviewing an influential figure in the beauty industry. Denny Todorovic is a non-binary content creator, fashion editor, and author who is opening Australia's eyes, winning over our hearts along with their parents, and educating us on self-expression, identity, and queer education. And they are doing all of this with impeccable glamour and style. Welcome, Denny. Now, you actually started your career in fashion magazines. I did. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about that journey, how you got there, and where your love for fashion and style started? Okay, so maybe we'll start there. So my love of fashion started from a very early age. I was raised in a family obsessed with fashion and and more broadly, like just style in general and three of my cousins were dressmakers. So growing up, I would sit in their sewing room and watch them make clothes. That was their job. And alongside that, I would ask them to make me and my toys outfits. So that's kind of where the love of fashion began. And then the older I got, the more in love I became with fashion magazines. And so my career in magazines started in London when I was 22. I worked and interned with titles including InStyle, Cosmo UK and British Vogue. Wow. Yeah. And then when I came home, I started a blog called Style by Denny Mm -hmm. and was kind of just doing that and then moved to Sydney in order to sort of follow my mag dreams in Australia and got an internship at Cosmo Australia and interned there for six months and then landed a job there and was there for five years Um, the last of which was spent as their fashion editor before the magazine shut down. That's so cool. And that's a dream, like actually landing a full-time job after interning. Like (laughs) your trip to Sydney didn't go to waste. No, it didn't. Did you shoot any cool people at Cosmo? Oh, so many. I mean, my first cover shoot was with Al Ferguson, who's a dear friend of mine. And Mm -hmm. um, I shot her twice, once for the cover of Cosmo, once for the cover of Cosmo Bride. I've shot Sophie Monk, Tammy Hembrow, Jade Tunchi, Sammy Robinson, uh, Lara Bingle. Amazing. Lots of incredible women, yeah. So cool. Now, you're a pillar of self-expression and embracing your authentic self. I love the messaging oh, that, you. yeah, you're always sharing, which is everyone has the right and should live proudly and take spaces who they truly are. But I'm sure it took a lot of work to get there. For those who are currently dealing with confidence issues or maybe in a transitional period of their lives, how did you start to make those changes towards living more Mm. authentically? I think for me, it really came down to sitting with myself and, and kind of looking a lot of my trauma and what my healer would call like shadow work right in the eye. And the more you spend time in that shadow, dealing with those shadows head on 
and healing through that trauma. The closer you you become to your authentic self, and it's something that I do constantly. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's something that is constantly in flow. But certainly, after coming out as non-binary two years ago, that really changed everything and sort of gave myself permission, as it were, to live authentically. Mm, I love that. And express authentically. I love that. Um, You're one of the many welcomed and diverse voices and faces of the LGBTQIA plus community. And you recently wrote a book called Love This For You. What's one key takeaway you hope people get out of your book? Well, I hope that it brings them one step closer to their authentic identity or at least starting the journey of of reconnecting with their authentic identity. Mm-hmm. That's essentially the premise of the book. You know, I wrote the book as a service to the reader rather than, you know, a self-indulgent memoir. Yeah. Um, I wanted this book to work as, as a guidebook for mm-hmm. anyone who's ever felt lost at any point in their life kind of looking for a path to to reconnect with who they are and to sort of, as I call it in the book, turn their light switch on because I think people spend so much time walking through life with their light switch turned off. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I so hope. That's so true. Yeah. I have <laughs> uh, someone very close in my orbit who, you know, was going through similar things and actually should have asked permission before I talked about this, but they're very mm. close in my orbit, so it's okay. But you know, just seeing them struggle with a lot of these things, seeing things that maybe they were struggling with that maybe they didn't even realise. And, you know, just really embracing who they are and seeing that struggle as someone who loves them very much. It's so nice to see them just living a bit more authentically now. And it's, you know, voices like yours are so important to people. Thank you. Like them as well. So, yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. (laughs) That means a lot. (laughs) Now, shifting gears a little to your, you know, style aficionado (laughs) side, Mm -hmm. bright colours are making a huge comeback in both fashion and beauty. In fact, you partnered with Magnum Ice Cream recently. So cool. I I loved that shoot. Thank you. Tell us about that collaboration. Did you ever expect to work with an ice cream brand? (laughs) No, but let me tell you, if it's going to be an ice cream brand, it better be Magnum. I've been (laughs) a long-time consumer of their goods, and it was the campaign concept that really caught my eye, Mm -hmm. you know, remixing these three 90s iconic looks in a way that was really all about storytelling and fashion. I mean, yes, there were some ice creams that we shot, (laughs) but it was primarily about the storytelling. That's what really drew me to the campaign. And it was just such a fun shoot, like being able to sort of channel my inner Carrie Bradshaw, Madonna and 90s Versace fantasy was so much fun and yeah yeah we definitely popped into the color uh, wheel when it came to the madonna look and even a little bit of the carrie bradshaw look as well so yeah all about yeah. it so just for the listeners the carrie bradshaw was like a bold purple yeah. color and with the madonna feel you had like that fuchsia which you see a lot the coming through pink. yeah in clothing and in beauty i'm seeing that come through a lot yeah. and then you had the elizabeth hurley which as someone who grew up in the 90s, I loved that smoky, yeah. sultry look. So, Same. yeah, that was amazing that we're like Thank kind of you. bringing those colours back. <laughs> we are, we are. 
how do you go about like you're not always wearing like pops of color and neon colors but when you're like injecting a pop of color for someone who wants to inject more color like what's the best way to go about it if they're kind of hesitant do you think yeah i think from a beauty perspective it's all about the eye i love adding color to my eyes more than anything so just like a really cool statement eye yep. so whether that's a pink a green you know, a bold purple, a cobalt blue, something like that. Yeah. And then when Ooh, it comes, cobalt. yeah. And then when it comes to fashion, it's all about accessories. Accessories are the quickest way to inject trend to your look. Yeah. So whether that's via a shoe, a handbag, a pair of sunglasses, jewelry, all about adding color via accessories. I love that. Start with the accessories. Baby steps. Baby steps, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to an old-fashioned friend of mine and I was like, you just pull off these things, like these crazy patterns, and she's living in New York now, but I was like, how do you wear these different styles and everything and she's like it's not like so much what i think looks good on me or not i just wear it with conviction i love it i love the piece mm, and i mm. wear it and yeah that's how i pull it off conviction is yes. key absolutely <laughs> i would agree with that yeah now moving over to beauty i'm looking for a new spring summer scent for myself and i see that you've reviewed some of our best-selling fragrances on mm -hmm. adore's youtube channel I, I loved that video guys if you haven't watched it do yourself a favor and go over there like the descriptions of the people who wear each of these fragrances is so accurate like <laughs> the girl who lives in Paddington I was someone lives in Sydney I was lolling Lol. so they included Marc Jacobs Daisy YSL's Black Opium I'd love for you to recommend a new fragrance for me based on the well how many minutes have we spent together now nine minutes you're ten you probably don't know much about me but I do like ten yeah the way you describe the YSL lady she wears like the chic black dress. I don't live in Paddington. Mm. I'm not an Eastern suburbs girl. I'd say I'm probably more like if I had to choose, I'd been in a West girl, but I'd wear the chic okay. black dress. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to suggest to you one of my all-time favorites, and I'm pretty sure it's a bestseller. Yep. It's called Not a Perfume, and it's by Juliet Has a Gun. Okay, yep. And it's an incredible fragrance that's actually used as a layering scent. So oh. it's it's supposed to smell like nothing. That's why it's called not a perfume. Right. However, what it does is it adapts itself to the temperature and and kind of oil and the makeup of your skin. So I find it smells different on everyone and it's the most beautiful scent and it's so light and perfect for spring summer and it's like you just need a couple of spritzes in the morning and you can smell it through to 7 p.m. It's absolutely oh, that's what I need. one of my all-time favorites. Oh my god that's so good. Also I've never thought about the concept of layering perfumes. Yeah that's such a good I love, idea. I love layering perfumes. Do you do that often? No but I used to yeah. <laughs> that's so good I'm gonna do that. Yeah. You also mentioned C by George Armani which is beautiful one of my all-time faves like a classic. Yeah nostalgia from when I lived in New York but it's it always carries a a very chic grown up very scent. Yeah. yeah yeah you feel fancy even when you're not yeah i love that <laughs> i have a non-beauty related question go what item in your wardrobe would you never wear again but you can't bear to part with do you know what i was thinking about this last night so there was an image shot of me two years ago when I sort of came out as non-binary, it was on the cover of a magazine and mm -hmm. it's the most circulated image of me. Right. And I'm wearing a tutu, like a vintage tutu that's like a tribute to Carrie Bradshaw and also yeah. a tribute to my dancer background. 
Um, I think I'm well and truly done with the tutu. Ah. I don't think you'll see me in a tutu anytime soon. Would you give soon. it away? Yeah. But no. I, no, no, absolutely not. No, it's 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 a moment in time piece, but I think I'm done. Maybe you'll pass it down. No more tutus for Denny. <laughs> or bring it out. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll sit in a museum. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> Are there any like beauty products you're trying and loving at the moment? I love everything and anything that Charlotte Tilbury does. Right. I will buy and wear. Yeah. So I'm obsessed with her cryo mask. Ah. It's a really great mask that you leave in the freezer. And it's like it's like an instant facelift. I do them Ooh. probably twice a week. So I love that one. What else? Let me give you one more. Ooh, I also really, really love the Tatcha moisturizer. That's my favorite moisturizer. Oh yeah, at the moment. a lot of people love that one. Love. So I'm going to throw some bonus questions at you. Go. <laughs> What's your skincare routine at the moment? Like, what do you do? Do you have an AM and a PM, or? Do you just, whatever you do, I want to know. Sure. So I do now. I've actually just started a new one. Oh. So it's a bit of hyaluronic acid. So in the morning, it's a Tatcha cleanser, yep. hyaluronic acid, mm-hmm. and a Sunday Riley vitamin C oil, Tatcha moisturizer, everyday sunscreen. Mm-hmm. At nighttime, it's a cleanser, hyaluronic acid, retinol, and then moisturizer and bed. Yeah. Yep. Oh, good. You've got like an AM and a PM. You've got, you're like yep. second tier. Okay. Yeah. Last question. I used to work in fashion as well. So I do have that love for style and putting Mm -hmm. things together. But for a lot of our listeners out there, what are some like moving into summer now, some party season staples that we need to inject into our spring and summer wardrobes, do you think? Okay. So you need a pair of platform heels. Okay. You don't need to spend a lot of money. ASOS has the best platforms going around town. Ooh. You need to inject what the fashion world is calling Valentino pink into your wardrobe. So it's like that hot pink fuchsia color that- Googling. Yeah. Google that. Just go to the Valentino Instagram Zendaya. Lots of people have been wearing that. Nice. That would be my go-to color. Mm. And then I would also say, oh, for festive season, New Year's, yep. Christmas parties, all of that stuff. Yes, tell me. Just add feathers, whether it's a feathered bag, a feather-trimmed blazer, a feather-trimmed dress, a feather on your shoe. Yep. Feathers for days, darling. All about it. I met this designer at the markets, like Bondo markets, a very long time ago, many moons ago, and she made this feathered bodysuit, and I wore it to a party, and everyone made fun of me nah. and thought I was crazy. And I was like, guys, this is cool. They weren't real feathers, to be fair. But okay, good to know that they're back. Yeah, they're back. (laughs) Yeah, I love them. They are. Well, thank you so much, Denny. It's been so nice chatting with you. My pleasure. (laughs) Come back and chat to us soon. I will. Hi, it's Sadaf again. I double checked with my family member and they were happy for me to share part of their story in this interview. Thank you for listening to my chat with Denny. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.